0: Darshil Parmar is a data engineering freelancer who makes 3 lakh rupees per month freelancing from his home in Mumbai, India. He worked in a company as a data engineer for one and a half year and at some point he had a thought of doing freelancing. He started on Upwork and then he grew his business and right now he's doing freelancing mostly not from freelancing platform but through some other channel and we are going to discuss what that channel is and if you are planning to do freelancing. We'll discuss what kind of scope uh, there is in freelancing and what are the first two steps that you need to take uh, in your freelancing journey. So we'll discuss all of that towards the end. Let's get started. Darshil, thanks for spending time for this conversation today.
1: Uh, Yeah, it's my pleasure. Yeah. Thank you for inviting me.
0: Okay. So you are a data engineer freelancer. You work from your home uh, from Mumbai. You're earning three lakh rupees a month, which is little more than four thousand dollar a month uh yes. so le- uh, tell us
1: what kind of projects you're working on as a freelancer okay so as i started so i started with the job okay in the job i used to do a lot of projects related to migration and etl pipeline and some of the data scrapping and little bit of machine learning and data science related to projects so with using that experience, I like signed up on different freelancing platforms and started my work over there. The first project I got was uh there was a client who was looking for extracting uh data from HTML files uh, that was stored on Google GCP. So there was like mm-hmm. millions of files stored on the GCP storage, and he wanted me to write some script and put that data onto Postgres SQL. So like mm-hmm. that was my first project as a data engineer freelancer. So, so I proposed some of the solutions using like creating basic uh servers like uh VM and uh, some writing some Python job on DataProc which is like MapReduce cluster. So that way I was able to solve my first project over there and I got like hundred dollars for that. So that's how <laughs> I started my journey as a data engineer. And uh, after that, I started getting like small fixed bit projects. So I used to do small works like web scrapping and used to teach people about data engineering, Python. So a lot of people from US and like Germany side, they want to learn from experts. So they generally reach out to other people. So I used to do those kind of work initially. And then I got like really early based project on by one small startup organization. So they had some, some of the database on AWS, aurora and they wanted me to build etl pipeline with some business logic on top of it and then visualize some data on quick side so this is like the first project i as a complete data engineer worked on and uh, so the, so i did everything from creating architecture providing solutions different solution, and then doing the projects and working with different teams, then deploying the entire solution with the production. So this is like the entire roadmap, whatever I've done in the freelancing. Got it. So
0: there. the $100 project that you got, how did you get that project? Was it through uh-huh, a reference yeah.
1: or a freelancing platform? Uh, it was from the freelancing platform. So I registered on the freelancing platform around December and I applied for jobs, like for one month and I did not get anything. So what Which I Which platform? I which platform? The Upwork. Yeah. So it was Upwork. Okay. And the fiber. Okay. I Initially, I just registered for the two and Upwork was the first one which g- gave me my the first freelancing job. Okay. So I used... So wait. Like,
0: uh, so Upwork, yeah. you registered, you search for one month, you don't get a project. But after one yeah. month, you got your first $100 yeah. project. At yeah. that time,
1: your profile did not have any rating, nothing. So how did you manage no, no, it? so that that is was like the first biggest challenge any freelancer faces right mm-hmm. so whenever you go on any freelancing platform you don't have anything to show so one mm-hmm. thing you can show is your portfolio you can actually showcase mm-hmm. your previous work experience over there so i had those and i had some architecture diagrams from previous for experience so the first month i did so not previous, wait, wait. so previous job so previous experience i think that was your job right so you
0: did yeah, a yeah, yeah. job as a data engineer yeah. one and a half year whatever projects you did there you made a portfolio on upwork yeah yeah. it was a real experience and based on that you managed to get your hundred dollar first project correct
1: yeah yeah no 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 so that was not the key point okay the key point was my proposal so Hmm. i applied like a lot of proposals for one month but i did not get because i used to talk about myself like i'm Hmm. I'm a data engineer i have this much of experience and the thing I realized is client don't want to know about yourself. They only care about your, their problems. Okay. Mm. So, <laughs> so this is, yeah, so this particular job, uh, when I saw that, so I directly provided the entire solution. I mm. just said that, okay, this is your data code over here. Okay, So we can, what we can do, we can create a VM and then we can get, run data proc cluster to extract data and it will be much faster. And he, in, within the 10 minutes, I got the reply and I got on the call and I closed the deal. So. That is like the one of the like key thing I learned was directly hitting on the onto the solution rather than just talking about yourself. So that's how I thought my first project. And then I we talked about like my previous experience on the call. So he caught like a little bit trust on that. So yeah. So the learning lesson like. here is if you are apply, if you're bidding for a project on Upwork
0: or any other freelancing platform, yeah. if you propose a solution, and if I'm a client, I'm looking at the solution proposal. Yeah. I will immediately realize, okay, that this guy's smart. He knows what he's yeah. talking about. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Very good yeah. point. Okay. Yeah. And then from there on, uh, how did you, so wh- what do you do right now? Just just tell tell me like, what are the projects you're working on? So
1: Yeah. So currently uh, I'm like, I'm not working on a freelancing platform because mm. I've already worked over there for around a year. And mm. then I got some offline clients from LinkedIn and other sources. Okay. Mm. So now, Work on a freelancing platform, but I have clients like two to three clients, stable clients who gives me like a lot of work and I can do that. So, one of the projects I'm currently working on is, is migrating data from SQL to GBQ. So, the client has their entire infrastructure on MS SQL and the Tableau dashboard. So, and the reason is it is not working faster because it is on premise server and at one time you reach the limit and the performance is not up to the mark when the user base increases. So what they want is basically migrate their entire script, entire data and all the tables to the GCP and re-architect the entire structure of the database. So that's one of the biggest projects currently I'm working on. Mm. Yeah. Must uh, be
0: a must be a very nice exposure, right? Doing Uh, migration
1: and yeah I'm working with like a lot of different people for around the world. So that is like the good thing you can get because yeah, you can work remotely from anywhere. So that is like one thing people are working. And the second project I'm currently working is for the small client. So he's like trying to automate his stock portfolio hmm. or onto the cloud market. So he has some data sources and what we're trying to do is basically build some pipeline that can actually run some prediction on top of it and display it on the dashboard. So I'm helping him to build the entire data structure with the architecture and deploying how, how to deploy machine learning models and how to get data in real time. So those are like the two biggest thing I'm currently working on. Yeah. Wow. And most of my time goes into that only.
0: Yeah. Got it. So you got your first hundred dollar project on freelancing platform. Yeah. After that, you have came all this way. Now, you know, many times when I'm talking with some of my subscribers, they say freelancing is very competitive. We Register on Upwork, we are not getting any projects. But even in this competitive world, you managed to get your first project, which was, which we understood you, you yeah. presented a nice proposal and client yeah. was impressed. He gave you the project, but after that, how did you scale? Like, how did you get managed to get more projects? Your, your second, third, fourth project, yeah. were they from freelancing platform or
1: did you use any other techniques? So no, those were from freelance and platform only. So once I, once you like cross the barrier of your first project and get good review, okay. It is really easy to get other clients because you have the experience and you have something to show show the clients. And if you, so after in each and every proposal you can show the testimonial to the client that, okay, I got this testimony in the last project. And I've also have like hundred percent job rate or whatever your job rate is on platform and you can tell them that, okay, I can do the work. And one of the biggest thing, as you talked about that, that focusing on the solution. Okay. Mm -hmm. This is like the, one of the key thing I found, Mm -hmm. I could not find this particular thing on anywhere on the internet because I was, when I was looking through it, most of the people used to do the copy paste template. Okay. And this way client gets this thing like from everybody. So whenever any client posts a job, he will get like 20 to 30. A proposal with the same copy pasted for each and <laughs> every work. Okay. And if you start with the solution, hope, like, hey, I have this solution for you, and we can solve this problem this way, mm. then he will be like, he will pick you, then you can get on the call and you can actually close the deal. So if you want to stand out in the market, competitive market, then actually focus on the solution and spend some time on the finding out the solution because most of the people what they do is when they see any jobs or any like problems what they do is just copy paste the proposal and just apply it Mm -hmm. but you need to actually learn do some research and understand how you can efficiently solve this problem and solve the problem as it's like you're trying to do it for yourself and that way you will be able to like gain the trust of the client and actually get the work that's like the one of the most thing most important thing to actually beat the
0: competitive market yeah Got it. So what are the top two freelancing platforms through which
1: you got a lot of work? Yeah. So initially I like applied to registered on a lot of different platforms. So one of them was Upwork, Fiverr, freelancer.com and guru.com. So guru.com and the freelancer.com did not work for me because the market was too competitive over there and there was a lot of spamming going over there. So mm-hmm. I thought like, okay, this is not going to work for me. So... Upwork was like one of the best freelancing platform, which I got. So I got my most of the work from there only. Mm. Like I said, like 90% of my work was from Upwork and like 10% of my work I got from the fiber. Fiber is basically the gig-based gig system, right? You have some skills portfolio and then they reach out to you. But Upwork is more of a like providing solution. They have some problem and you actually propose some solution. So that way I was able to get a lot of things. Yeah. Got it. And other than, so
0: nowadays you don't get most of your work through Upwork. You mentioned through LinkedIn, right? Yeah. So yeah. just talk about that. Like how can one use LinkedIn to get, uh, uh, get
1: the work? Yeah. So like most of the people have like wrong understanding about LinkedIn. So most of the people think that LinkedIn is only for the jobs. Okay. Or just posting like people you know, connected <laughs> people log into job linkedin when they want
0: to switch the job they don't they yes, don't log exactly. into linkedin otherwise
1: yeah, yeah they, they so not so linkedin is, you need to use linkedin as like you're a professional and it is your part of your life okay so you need to connect with different people post some content and interact with them So that is like one of the most important things. so you are building the real world connection through online okay and if you see on LinkedIn, you will find like CEO of the small company to the big company and all the other HRs are looking over there. Mm. So if you, if you understand that, like on the upward, there are a lot of people who are trying to find the freelancers through that platform. So there's going to be a chance that those people will be on LinkedIn and over there, they will be also finding, trying to find the freelancer over there. also. Okay. Mm. So if you understand LinkedIn algorithm and if you're like software engineer, you understand how algorithm works. It works on the like keyword, hmm. keyword. So when, so, when searches like freelance data engineer, and if you have those things on your profile, if you have optimized your profile that way, then your profile will come on the top and you will get the message from them. So every day I get like one to two job, contract job or freelancing opportunities from LinkedIn, because I've optimized my profile that way. I've written like freelance data engineer, this is the service I provide, I've added my portfolio links all the previous experience i've worked on everything connected to like freelancing so if you want to get freelancing jobs then optimize your profile that way if you want to get a normal job or any other opportunities then you need to put those keywords optimize your profile in such a way that people actually can find you on the search search bar and can contact you over there so yeah that is like Mm. one of the key points over there so that's a very good tip. Uh, yeah.
0: So you can use LinkedIn. So and you you are saying you are getting one or two j- two messages for job
1: contacts yeah. every single yeah. day. That's yeah. a lot, actually, a lot of yeah. work I mean, coming that, that's your way. I I keep how to like uh, uh, decline those because I don't have that much time to work it. on those things. Yeah, that's <laughs> <what>. <laughs> amazing.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. And it's a good problem to have. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> yes. So if someone is starting as a freelancer you know as a data engineer or as a software engineer coding is one thing coding of course yeah. you need to be good in coding but what are the three most important soft skills that uh, you would suggest in order to become successful
1: yeah. so i say one is like storytelling okay you should as a human we understand everything is stories okay you mm-hmm. should be able to tell the story from like from start to end. So mm-hmm. as a freelancer, you should be able to tell your when you get another client, client with a call, you should be able to explain your problem solution from start to end. Like this is what you're currently facing. This is how we can solve the problem. And this is mm-hmm. it will be done in the future and have maintained. So client will be able to understand and connect with you. So storytelling mm-hmm. is like one of the most important thing for the data engineer. Even if you're working and building dashboards and trying to find insights from the data you should be able to explain those things to people. Okay, if you're not able to explain and express yourself over there, then it's kind of like difficult to be in this field. okay? That is the first thing I said. The second thing I suggest is being good with working with other people, because as a data engineer, you will be working with the small companies and the big companies. Okay. Mm-hmm. And when working with the big companies, like the people who are working in that company might be located at different location. Mm-hmm. And you should be able to basically interact with them and communicate them like regarding the solutions and the problems you're facing and you know basically fix them. And the third thing is, uh, asking a lot of questions. So this is like one of the weakness I had initially, mm-hmm. I used to think that whatever of the questions I have might be dumb and people might mm-hmm. laugh mm-hmm. on me because of that. Okay. So that is the one barrier I had to overcome is like, what is the question you have, because you will be changing your clients you will be changing your projects and mm. you might not understand everything from the start so your mm. questions might be really basic to advance and you should be able to ask them because you know we don't need to feel shy that you're gonna feel stupid over there but mm. because you need to get the job done and you need to understand what is the real problem behind it so you need to ask a lot of questions to the client and client might get annoyed but you need to keep pushing him and to solve the problem over there so yeah those are the three really important things over there they all revolve
0: around communication right yes yes yeah that
1: that is really important yeah
0: okay and do you think during pandemic the remote work opportunities or freelancing opportunities have increased
1: uh yes so in my case i actually started my career pre-pandemic around two to three months and i was not quite sure about leaving my job because I was still in that phase. Like, what if I don't get any clients? And if Mm. I leave my job, I will not have any work and stuff like that. Okay. But due to pandemic, the remote office started. Okay. And now we are able to work for the companies in the U.S. or in the Europe from sitting at your home because everyone is working from the home. Nobody is going to office. So Mm. now companies can actually hire people from Other countries and you know get the work done. So now people are focusing on talents rather than you know just focusing on people getting from that same state or in office things. So Mm. that is like in the pandemic, freelancing and the gig, gig economy has really increased. If you see on like YouTube or any other platforms, you will understand like now more and more people are coming out and trying to get into freelancing or has become freelance and trying to teach other people how to do freelance because it is like one of the like hottest career right now. And you can be self-sufficient. You can learn a lot of things by yourself. And it's like, it helps you to grow as a person also. So it's really important right now. Yeah. Got it. So I have a similar overlapping question.
0: You have worked as a full-time employee in some company. Now you're working as a freelancer. What are some of the things you like, love the most about your freelancing life?
1: Uh, so one of the first thing is freedom. Okay. I don't have to Mm -hmm. work with a specific time. Mm -hmm. I can wake up at whatever time I want and sleep at whatever time I want. But it's like, you have to build a discipline Mm -hmm. in the company. When you're working as a job, you will, you will be forced to wake up at 9 a.m. and like Mm -hmm. complete your job at 5 p.m. or anything. But as a freelancer, you need to be disciplined. So it pushes you to, you know, manage your time by yourself. That is the one thing I like really love. And then the other, part is the money part. Okay. So in a freelancing, you actually make what you work for. Okay. In the job, like let's say, even if you give like two to 300%, you're going to get the same amount paid in the end of the month. But Mm. in the freelancing, if you work more, you will get that much amount, but on the other case, if you don't work, you will not get anything. So that is like the, you know pros and cons so mm. that's the two things i like really love as a freelancer yeah got it and what are the three
0: best projects you have worked on so far
1: uh the one of the first projects which i got like i said that was like best project because it's like the first freelancing project and which got me started so as i said like extracting data from millions of files and then putting it on post that one paid me hundred dollars but was not about money, it was just getting started and you always remember the first opportunity you get. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that was the first thing. Second thing is uh, basically I'm currently working was is the stock market data. Okay. This is like the real time managing the real time data. It is it's really fun and quite difficult because in the pipeline you might miss some data and because of that, the system breaks and you start seeing different numbers, which you are not expected. So that mm-hmm. is like a really challenging problem. Okay, mm-hmm. for for that I get like around uh, twenty five to thirty dollars hourly for that uh, particular mm-hmm. job. Mm-hmm. And the third one was I uh was I built the entire architecture on AWS for one of the clients. This was like the small client mm-hmm. and who wanted myself in the one kind of a, like university project. Okay, so he wanted me to he had some data and he wanted me to build entire etl and etl basically batch pipeline and real time pipeline together mm. and provide some different solutions to universities so mm. basically like these are the like top 3 projects i really loved working because the client was good it's not about only about the project but the client was like really interactive and understanding when you fail okay so because you're going to fail sometimes and mm. when the client is good he will actually support you and tell you okay it's fine you can try it again so yeah So uh, when you're working
0: as freelancer, like sometimes you get a project which requires you to build some creative architecture, et cetera. So do you read a lot of blogs? Like how do you build new skills?
1: Uh, So most of the time I started with learning with the courses. Okay. Initially. So I used to do a lot of course. I had like so many certification because I was initially I was stuck in certification loop. I used to do certification after certification because I thought that this is going to help me but as a paper certification did not help me but the skills i learned over there like really mm-hmm. helped me so this is like the first thing i do and then the second thing i still learn from different websites such as a cloud guru uh, which is the cloud training platform okay so i still do some hands-on practice over there most of my work learning goes from there and now I don't know, explicitly learn new technologies like that, but whenever a new client comes, mm. so I prepare myself with that particular solution and start learning about it. So mm. so that's so
0: since, why I mean yeah. since
1: you're a data engineer, I would suggest you reading that book, designing so data, data intensive. Oh you yeah, might I have read this book. Yeah, I've read this right two times. Yeah. This is a very good book. If I mean, anyone is, is data engineer, yeah, this is like the Bible of a data engineering, I'd say, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll link that book in the video yeah. description below.
0: Yeah. Now, many yeah. of the viewers who are watching, they also want to start with freelancing. What are the first two steps you would suggest anyone to take who wants to start freelancing?
1: Okay. So like, if you are a pressure, okay, if you have like zero experience, so I say first learn some skills and fundamentals. Most of the time when people get into data industry, is that they just directly start learning about machine learning and other big stuffs. Okay. They don't focus on the computer science fundamentals and analytics fundamentals. So that is the one thing. Learn about programming language, data structures, statistics, basic statistics, such as you know, the mean, median mode, some uh, normal distribution, those are the things mm. that are really important. Mm. All the big stuffs such as machine learning and big algorithms will come later. But mm. if you are, if you have your fundamentals clear, you will be able to understand things really better. So that is the, like the first thing. I suggest, and if you don't have experience, get an internship if you can't get a job because in the data industry, as a fresher, it is quite difficult to get a job, okay? Mm -hmm. So get an internship, get some good working experience, and then you can start, once you get the confidence, you can actually start a freelancing journey after internship also, because Mm -hmm. you will have some skills and portfolio to show to the Mm clients. I also say that,
0: okay, start helping people for free. You know, yeah. if you have a cousin or an uncle, whoever, let's say grocery store or who is a doctor, just build a yeah, small, exactly. small mobile app for free. Yeah. It's yeah. going to give you a real life experience rather than working those stupid dummy projects in your pro- college, do something real, yeah, which will exactly. be used by some person, you know, maybe work for
1: NGO, go to like oh, 10 yeah, different exactly, NGOs yeah. in, in your city. I've done, yeah, I've done two unpaid internships in my college days. And that where I was able to get good experience over there. So you have to do free work to actually gain the experience and then you will get paid. So you need to be a lot of patience. Yeah, patience is like key and the hard work, I said.
0: Perfect. So Darsil, you are doing amazing work. You have a YouTube channel as well, where you're teaching people things on freelancing, data engineering. We are going yeah. to link your YouTube channel in a video description below. So everyone go check it out. I will also post your LinkedIn you know, in the yeah. video description. So if anyone wants to connect with you, they can, they can connect. Yeah. Uh, do you have any yeah. other final closing, uh, thoughts that you want to share? Uh,
1: so I say, okay, the freelancing, okay. It might find, you might feel that it is risky. Okay. But it has like really good rewards. So if you are like at stage in your career and you want to try something new, then give it a shot. Okay. If that doesn't work for you, you can always do a job, but at least go take some risk and try it out. (laughs) You might be like, you know, you might be real, you might become a really good freelancer and start earning a lot of money and it might change your entire life. So Mm. I say just do it, man. Just do it. Yep, yep. Yeah.
0: All right. Thank you very much, Larsil, for your time today. I really appreciate it. Uh, Thank you, Lorshul. Yeah.